In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. One of the strategies here at Men in the Arena is to call men up to their best version. Over the years, we've discovered that it's far more effective to call men up into who God created him to be than to call men out for who they aren't quite yet. In this episode, I unpack five ways that God, generally speaking, has inherently created men to be different than women. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. I am Jim Ramos, your host and guide of Spotify's number one podcast for Christian men, guiding you to your best version in that stress bubble of life and beyond. Welcome to today's episode. Before I jump into the meat of this Equipping Men in 10 podcast, I want to unpack one of our hero stories. Remember, our hero stories are stories of transformation that you send into us, and we are gathering one transformation story per every day of the week this year. This one comes in from a man named Jan. He's This is number 160. Jan lives in the country of Slovakia, and he said this, I'm a proud husband and father of four kids. One year ago, I found your podcast, started listening to it. My favorite episode is episode 630 when you talk about the eight cow wife. Guys, you need to go listen to that episode if you haven't heard it, because that should get your uh, curiosity picked. And he continued, he said, I've shared this episode with many, many of my friends. Your podcast continues to encourage me to grow into my best version of man. So Jan, thanks so much, man. Hit us up. We want to send you a gift just to say thank you. Hey guys, did you know that November we have opened up our signups for you to register for one of our virtual teams. If you go to meninarena.org and click the Join Our Program Now button, for a limited time in the month of November, you can get on to one of our many virtual teams. Find the one in your time zone. Find the one that fits the day of the week and your time schedule. And man, grow into your best version. Sign up now before we shut them down at the end of the month. I want to jump into the meat of this podcast. This is something I have been processing for about a decade. How are men and women different? You know, we live in a world that wants to put men and women on the same playing field. They are equal across the board. They are the same. And I categorically disagree. I believe that God has made all of us equal, yet in God's 
wonderful creativity, he has made us uniquely different, not only individually, but when it comes to our genders. He has made us different. A man is inherently different than a woman. He has different passions, different desires, different skills. His body is made and looks is his body is made for different things. And I'm going to unpack those five things in the next couple of minutes. But first I want to give you some prerequisites. Here are three things that I want to share with you before I jump into the meat of this podcast and unpack what I call the five-fold mantle of manhood. I realize that generally speaking, that this is how it works out, that generally men are different than women, but we have situations where some men uh, tend to be more on the effeminate side. Some women sometimes can be more on the masculine side. It, uh, there are a lot of factors in there, so that's why I use the phrase generally across the the spectrum, men and women are different in these five areas. The second thing is this. Not only to look at this general concept of the differences between men and women, but I want to look at the historical and statistical uh, analysis about men and women. Like, what do the numbers through history teach us about how men are different? The, uh, in career, in war, uh, in child rearing, in education, how are those numbers different? And the last thing is this. Obviously, all of these things must align with biblical truth. So we take all of the characters uh, in, in the Bible and Scripture and look at that as well and go, how are men and women portrayed as different from each other in Scripture? So the first one is this. The first, what I call mantle of manhood is this. Men are protectors. In other words, they have a people to defend. Conversely, a woman is a nurturer. She, she has a people to guard, to, to, uh, pr- to nurture, to bring along. If you look at the average man versus the average woman, she carries, on average, more body fat. In fact, the National Institute of Health suggests a healthy body fat percentage for men is 13 to 17%. And for women, it's 21 to 20 to 21%. And that average is actually higher uh, for men and women in America. The man typically carries more muscle mass than the woman. Uh, his body is built for strength and for long days of uh, physical labor. Her body, she's made with wider hips for childbearing, but also, and I noticed this with my wife, she, my wife could always carry the kids a lot longer than me, even though I was bigger and stronger than her and outweighed her by 100 pounds because she would just throw them on her hip and carry them. Women are made uh, and appear quite differently based on how God made them. Men are... Ap- appear uh, different than women based on how God made them. They are different. A man's body, uh, everything about a man says he is a protector. He has a people to defend, and a woman is a nurturer. The second mantle of manhood is that man is a provider. He has a tribe to lead, where the woman tends to be the educator. In fact, it's the, you know, it's the best time in all of American history to be a woman. 57% of college graduates are now women as opposed to 43% men. Those women now earn 93% of what a man makes, which is getting better, yet the majority of women we talk about will still rather stay at home than raise children. Why is this? Though we live in a society where both husband and wife tend to work to uh, support the family, men deeply desire to provide safety and shelter for those they love and will fight to do so even to the death. 
If we look at the history of content and contemporary, if we look through history to contemporary times, women have been overwhelmingly the educators and maintainers in the household. Even today, women overwhelmingly dominate public school teachers. If you just look at this thing, it's very clear, uh, even in today's society, that if you walk into any elementary school, far and away, the, the majority of teachers are the women. But men, uh, we the mantle that God has called us to is to be a provider. In fact, in the Bible, it calls men to manage his household well in 1 Timothy chapter 3. And that word manage is the Greek word proistomai. That word means to, it basically is a, 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 gives us an analogy of a wall. It basically means this, to preside over, so you are a wall over your house, so you are seeing the big picture, to protect without, in other words, you are a wall around, your family, and you are a uh, called to the third definition of prostomai is to provide within. So our role as men is to build walls within individual rooms of the home. In other words, to build a wall around each individual person that we are called to care for. And so this is how we lead our families. We provide a wall so that we can lead our tribe well. The third mantle of manhood is man is an explorer, where women, she is typically a nester. So a man is an explorer. He has a dream to live. No, ladies, it does not mean you have no dreams. It just means that God has somehow wired within this man, within a man, this desire to explore, to to journey, to go on a quest. Where a woman, she tends to be a a woman who really longs for the security and the safety of a house. In fact, if you look at the book of Genesis, we see that God made man. Or we see that God made Adam in the wilderness and then brought him into the security of the garden where he also made Eve. And I think it's the same today. Men are continually trying to explore out into the wilderness, and women love the safety of those walls where God has placed them. The fourth, the fourth mantle that men generally carry is this. He is a sacrificer. In other words, he has a hill to die on where women tend to be more advisors. So I have found in my own marriage that my wife will will advise, she'll she'll see things ahead of me and give me counsel and advice, and then I am the guy that goes and gets it done, you know, as far as implementation. And so you may say, Well, I don't know if I believe that men are sacrifices. Well, watch the news. Whenever there's a tragedy, who are the people out there rescuing people? It's overwhelmingly the men. Women and women on average live significantly longer than the men in our country and across the world. And history decisively proves this out. Here's, here's one example. In the fictional movie Titanic, I say fictional because it was not the only true thing about that movie was that the ship sunk and people died. Out of the 1,517 who died on the Titanic, 1,347 were men and only 103 women died. Why is that? It's because men went down with the ship. In fact, there are 58,300 names written on the Vietnam Memorial Wall in Washington, D.C. Out of the 58,300 names written on that wall, only eight are women. Men, you know, we tend to vilify men, but we need to realize that combat deaths since the first Gulf War 
are 97, still 97% men and only 3% women. So even to this day, still the men are overwhelmingly dying on this hill called their country. And so we are, because men are made to have a hill to die in. We are natural sacrifices. That is how God has made us. And the fifth and final mantle of men is man is a conqueror. He has a line to cross where he is a conqueror. The woman, she tends to be, generally speaking, a processor, which is why if you are a married man, you have heard this phrase before. I'm going to tell you something, honey, but I don't want you to fix it. And I, I want to encourage you to watch a hilarious YouTube video about the difference between the conqueror and the processor. It is called, It's Not About the Nail. Check that out. You are going to laugh. It is so funny as it articulates the differences between men and women. We are made men to solve problems and to conquer, and our beautiful wives, our glorious wives, are there to help us process that, to identify and process. So those are the five mantles of manhood that I believe through years and years of uh, experience and research have determined that men, we are protectors, we have a people to defend. We are providers, we have a tribe to lead. We are explorers we have a dream to live we have we are sacrificers we have a hill to die on and we are conquerors we have a line to cross so i i, I would really invite you into the space of processing this information process the man that god has called you to be and ask yourself are you carrying those five mantles of manhood or have you somehow deferred that to someone else Hey guys, we're coming up to the end of the year. Did you know that Men in the Arena is a crowd-funded, faith-based, 501c organization? We receive approximately 90% of our operating budget income from our financial champions. At the end of this year, would you please consider donating a one-time gift or becoming one of our monthly financial champions to Men in the Arena? God bless you, and until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. Carry the mantle and be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.